Bye. Trash Mouth and Cat from Trash Cat Productions, a brand new podcasting duo. We're starting our podcasting journey with We Have to Go Back. This is the sister pod to the Cinemaniacs with John and Zach's movie pod. Their focus is on movies and ours is on TV. They will be joining us from time to time and vice versa as guest spots and even taking the lead on a couple of deep dives. Speaking of deep dives, our show will be split up into deep dives and an in-depth look at an epic TV show that probably has a lot of Easter eggs, maybe even some side quests and a lot to discuss. Uh, then we'll have a palate cleanser after our deep dive will be uh, just a light segment, always a comedy, definitely something that has finished airing that was a big deal when it did air. From there, we will go into our Gone Too Soon segment, a show that had to end before it was ready and before we were ready. After that, we'll be doing a segment we call We Has Much Excite. This will be a new show that just started airing or is going to start airing soon. Next, it will be One and Done. This will be a show or limited series that only had one or two seasons. Finally, uh, will be our series finale. In this, we will recap what we did this season briefly, talk about our show cajoles, and talk about what to expect next season. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned for more from Trash Cat Productions. Maybe a music pod? Yeah, who knows? All things are possible. And as usual, you are welcome. And thank you. Bye. Well, hello. Hello. How are you? Welcome back. Welcome back, We have to go back. I'm Janie Trashmouth. I am Kat. And we are here today to talk about uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But first, um, do you have anything you want to talk about? Have you been watching anything, listening to anything? Well, I was just going to see, did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course. And what? How do you feel about the halftime well, let me, show? Well, let me just tell you something great. My son predicted the ending of this get of this show of the show. Did he put money it on ca- it? It was a show. No, he's only nineteen, so he can't Damn. gamble yet. Um, but he predicted. He told me uh, before the game even started, like when all the pre pre game shit was on. He said. Uh-huh. Chiefs are going to win, but they're going to almost lose. And um, then Taylor Swift is going to come out on the on the thing and smack him and say, this is for almost losing. And then kiss him and say, this is for winning. And then he's going to get down on one knee and ask her to marry him. <laughs> so he, he got like the first part right. They did almost lose. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and they fucking pulled it out in overtime. And but, you know, the, obviously the the latter didn't happen but yeah. i just thought that was so funny that he was just like the chiefs are gonna almost lose but they won't they'll pull it out in the end which they've kind of been doing all season i guess i'm not like a big avid football fan but yeah yeah me neither it was kind of a it was kind of a cool game to watch which normally i don't really like, get into it same dude like i don't yeah. i don't normally watch the game either yeah and interesting yeah um it was a good game i will i will give you that um yeah yeah, it was it was definitely kept things interesting, you know what yeah. I mean? And the, and there's been a lot of talk about uh it, you know, conspiracy theory type stuff about it being rigged, you know, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. mean, I roll, but it's still at some points it's like the NFL has been boring as fuck for the last like I don't even know how many years. Yeah. And so 
recently it started to get more like exciting to watch. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Hmm. I wouldn't put it past them, honestly. Um, I mean, <laughs> just some of the TikToks I've watched today specifically for some reason have all dealt with like capitalism. And so like, I just have like, <laughs> it's the end of the day I've been working, you know what I, it's like, yeah. I just got into my PJs. And so I would, that's what I, I was learning about the Dutch East India company on behind the bastards. That's what I've been listening to. Oh, okay. And just, they that's are a podcast. Like, yeah, it is a podcast, yeah. but uh, they're just, they're basically the most evil company that has ever existed in the world. As far as the written record is concerned. And, yeah. Um, on paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm just, I have this very negative view of like all things corporate and, uh, just capitalism in general. I mean, I have for a while, but that just really summed it up. You know what I mean? And so I would not well, put it past the NFL to be like, you know what? We're losing. And this Taylor I Swift mean, thing is not going to go on forever. Like, you know, <laughs> they only show her, they only show her for 10 seconds and everyone is up in a roar and all this shit. Oh my but it's God. Like, Leave Taylor alone. It's real. so stupid. Like, fuck. She's just a person who's trying to have a, a relationship with a person. And yeah. like everybody's getting so up in arms about it. I'm just like, God, the more y'all keep talking about it, the more shit yeah. is going to be like going on about it. So yeah. if you shut up about it, then you're not going to have to fucking see any, anything more about it. You know what yeah, I mean? For real, dude. Yeah. Just they... let them live their cute little life like yeah. good for her he's hot and they look super happy and he's an nfl football player so you know it's not like he's gonna take her money yeah <laughs> you know what he's, i mean he's just fine on his own yeah exactly and so i just you know and of course we love taylor swift over here yes we do uh, you know we and i think that it's stupid to hate taylor swift just because she's just because she's Taylor Swift. She's Taylor Swift. But, yeah. you know, some people absolutely despise her. And some people have good reason. They're like, I just don't like her music. I think she sucks. And I think that, you know, and it's like everybody's entitled to have their own opinions about her. But don't hate her just because she's a big deal. Yeah. She's just a, uh, she's, she's just a gill. Just things well. Yeah, she's just trying to make some music and entertain some and people. people. And she's And people love her. And yes. Fuck, she's, dude. She's just fucking good at you, it. Just because you guys aren't good at anything. For real. Yeah. Don't I mean, I don't it. know. I don't know your lives, but. That's, that's what I always tell Ava. She's like, this is trash or that is trash. She specifically talked about Taylor Swift. When I asked her if she wanted me to get her Taylor Swift concerts or concert tickets. I remember that. She was like, Taylor Swift is trash. And so I have Ew. to constantly remind her, like, quit. I have a picture. Yum, dude. I know exactly. And I have video of a three year old Ava dancing. dancing around to Taylor Swift like it was her job. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but every, she knows she's just too cool for everything right now. So, well, you know what? I, I have to say that I wasn't a huge fan of Taylor Swift until I listened to the podcast Disgraceland. And there was this Taylor Swift episode that was, uh, so crazy mm -hmm. that I was just like, holy shit, this poor girl, you know, and it started, it changed my respects for her a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just everybody always hating on her because she's doing well, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I just think that that's it. She can't 
stop people from talking about her, but yeah. she's going to keep doing her thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like no, more that, power to you, sis. Yeah, that, I lo- that's why I love her. And the other thing is when I saw how she treats her fans and how she treats the people around her, like her giving bonuses to all the truck drivers her, that the carry all the shit work for her. her. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. She, she's And she donates a ton of her money and her to charities and she is always like looking out for the people you know yeah but uh yeah I thought it was a I I you know I definitely had my nose in my phone most of the time I'm not gonna lie but um there was some good commercials yeah yeah one of my favorites was (laughs) the um Jennifer Aniston and uh David Schwimmer Mm -hmm. one where she pretend or he she acts like she doesn't know who he is right. or whatever and he's like we were on a show together for 10 years and she's like what i think i would remember that yeah. <laughs> i think i would remember yeah exactly that one was pretty good the um arnold state farm ones were pretty good uh-huh the uh i like the, the ben ones. affleck commercial for dunkin donuts was pretty yeah fucking that good. was pretty good yeah that was a good one I love um, that. You know, the one thing I love about Ben Affleck, I hate him I, yeah, most of the time. Kind of a garbage person, but continue. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't know about his life, but I, I just as an actor, I'm not like a huge fan. Is that he can always make fun of himself. And I appreciate that. That's true. That's true. You know, But I can't think of any other good commercials. There was the Deadpool uh, the trailer. Yeah. Trailer. There was that, that trailer was sweet. Uh, for the new Dev Patel movie. What is it, like Monkey Man or something like that? Oh, it looks badass. Oh, yeah. That did. That looked cool. And then did you see the trailer for Shogun coming out on uh, FX? I didn't. Um, it's like like Japanese Shogun martial arts, but it's on FX, so we know it's going to be good. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so I'm like, okay, I might not be into it, but I've heard a couple of things about it, too. So I'm yeah. like, all right, maybe, you know, expand my... Yeah, exactly. Expand your horizons a little bit. I mean, who mm-hmm. knows? They might be dope. Like, Yeah. I mean, I, I loved Cyberpunk, and I did not think I was going to like that at all. Exactly. So. It's, we're broadening our horizons here. <laughs> we have to go back. 100%. We are... Uh, but I have been beyond like watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which what we're going to talk about today and, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff that we stuff we've just been working on. I have been listening to the most insane books like I've just been like. I love Karen Slaughter as a, a crime writer. Right. You know, she uh-huh. she you. writes mostly about the South, like the Atlanta area. Uh-huh. And she has these uh, books, the, this Will Trent series. And the first book, Trip Deck. I have not heard of it, but go ahead. It was fucking wild. And then it got me really into it. So then I started listening to all of the Will Trent books. And then I found out that there is a series on Hulu. What's it called? It's called Will Trent. But it's ABC, so it's like okay, okay, way like I know PG PG thirteen ish. You know, is it procedural, like super procedural, like all the other mm-hmm. stuff that's on ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox? I would not call it procedural. No, okay, I, I there's not like courtroom, courtroom or police or fire or whatever. 
There's detective. police. I mean, he's a he's a detective. He's a he works for the GBI, the Georgia uh, Bureau of Investigation. Bureau of Investigation, but um, it's not like your average. I mean, the show is definitely not even close to as good as the books are. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not even close. Like right. the the triptych book is not even a part of the show, from what I can tell so far. But there are going to be new seasons of the show. But I watched the show just to see, and. Uh, not even close to being the same, but man, okay. if you like crime, if you like murder mystery type stuff, mm-hmm. these books are absolutely insane. Triptych. Okay, I'm adding triptych to my wish list right now. Because um, I do, I like Karen Slaughter as well. Um, yeah. So I, you have, you had me at Karen Slaughter, but, um, yeah, that's, and the, this book was written in like 2006, I guess. So these books have been out for a while. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, it was, yeah, that, those books have been consuming me lately. That's like, if I don't have to watch TV, I won't, I will listen to the, mm-hmm, listen mm-hmm. to these books. Yeah. But that's basically all I've been doing since last week we spoke. Um, so I finally finished, um, well, and I finished it in a fever dream because like, you know, I, I go to sleep with a book on and then I kind of have to backtrack every night and, you know, like start back yeah. over where I remember from. So it's kind of like, I don't know, sometimes I don't get the full story. I feel like, you know, right. But, um, so I just finished the book that I've been listening to for several months, but I started this new audible exclusive called Trapdoor. Uh, by J.P. Pomer, and it's about these four people that wake up in this dark room, don't know how they got there, um, and so they're, like, trying to figure it out. There's this fifth person that's dead in the room with them, and, like, the sprinklers start going off and, like, flooding the room, and then in another part of the story, you realize that this whole thing is being live-streamed, and so the Australian, like, FBI is trying to f- figure out who these people are and why they're there and try to really? figure out how to save them or whatever. So that's been pretty good. I've, I've really liked that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Called Trapdoor. Um, Called Trapdoor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on Audible. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we, we watched the game too, but uh, my parents were here this weekend. And so we did all kinds of home projects and yeah just got a lot yeah. done this weekend it was so. just me and joe uh my other kids were either working or had other plans and tom was of course working my mom wasn't feeling good and and zach was somewhere so it was just me and joe and he didn't really watch the game he would come out every once in a while but i still made like a cute little spread and yeah yeah us too ava did the spread for us it was she was so proud of it it was cute oh that is cute <laughs> i love that yeah that's yeah. fun all right anything else um i know i was watching something but i can't remember i i made myself an a, a note to like write down the stuff that i'm listening to so i don't forget it when we when it comes time to record so I just mm-hmm. looked at that note and it's blank. So that was super helpful of me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, past me. <laughs> Yay! I love it. But today we are doing our uh, We Have Much Excite episode. Yes, and we have so much excite that we actually changed the episode, <laughs> the show that we were going to do this on. 
Um, because initially we had, we were going to do it on the three body problem, but that is actually yeah. not out yet. And yeah. when we found out that they were releasing the entire series of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we were yeah. like, oh, that's the one right there. Yeah, it has to be the one because yeah. we just did Atlanta for the, my show cajole last season was Atlanta. And yeah. so, you know, I've got Donald Glover fresh on my brain. And so I was really excited about this show. And of course, Maya Erskine, who is... Praise, praise be. <laughs> yeah, she's she's amazing. Pen15, one of our uh, favorite shows. Ever, she's ever, ever. <laughs> played herself, basically, in that one. Yeah. And so we were really, really stoked about this. So yeah, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, um, we have... I mean, uh, ho I, I'm sure that most people listening to this uh, around our age, by 10 or 10 or 15 years either way we'll know of yeah. mr and mrs smith probably most likely from the brad pitt and angelina version which yes. was uh highly controversial because it made both of them leave their partners for each other um yeah and so you know scandalous. even though they deny that it's <laughs> like come on <laughs> do you think we're dumb we're not we're like not that you dumb. were married and now you're not and now I, you're with this person that you did this whole Hello. sexy movie with yeah like we, yeah, we all know what 100 percent um, um but yeah and then but i don't know if many people know that there were two other versions of this so we have the movie version with brad pitt and angelina but in 1996, there was another TV version of the show, and it had um, Scott Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap, yes, Star Trek Enterprise, and then and Maria Bello uh, from Coyote Ugly. She was like the you know main bartender who yeah, kind of like the owner or manager or whatever. Yeah, and this was also Timothy Oliphant's acting debut interesting yeah I <laughs> which love is, it. yeah um and there was only 13 episodes you know one season and then it was over and they never uh came back but the very first one was in 1941 and it was a fucking alfred hitchcock show saying all along the same lines bonkers I had no I idea. Know. I had no idea. I know. I didn't know until we started doing this. I thought that was crazy. That is. But everybody, if yeah. anybody knows that knew about that before, like, please tell us because we are so interested. Or even if you watched one or the other or both of those shows, we would yeah. love to hear about that because yes. that is bananas it just goes to show you that there's no like truly new intellectual property coming out anymore everything is just a fucking remake and uh well you know it's it, there's only what's the saying there's only like four original ideas storyline ideas or whatever yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The, nobody actually has had an original idea since the original four ideas so <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i guess if it's redone well and in a way that's entertaining then what the fuck why not you exactly know? who Which, cares yeah and that's exactly what this one uh was in my opinion i i really enjoyed it um so yeah the premise of it is there is well in the movie with brad and angelina it's a little bit different than the show um that's yeah. one of the big differences is in the movie with Brad and Angelina, um, they are a married couple that are both part of like fighting spy agencies and don't know it um, until they find yeah. it out in the movie. 
And in this case, uh, our Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they both apply for a job with a spy agency and are put into um, a, a relationship as their cover, which is kind of like, you know, the Americans or like Russian spies kind of yeah. stuff that they would do. Exactly. Um, so that, that was an interesting twist on the uh, initial idea, or at least the most recent version it of was, the story. It was. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I Another really funny thing that they did, too, for this is leading up to the show is they did a lot of guerrilla marketing. Did they? Yeah, apparently. Um, and if you don't know, guerrilla marketing is like an ad uh, strategy in which a company uses like a surprising or unconventional type of interaction to promote a product or service. Right. Like uh, sometimes they'll do like street art. So it's, it's like an ad that you wouldn't even realize as an ad necessarily. Exactly. Sometimes. Yeah. So, okay, go so, ahead. So yeah. in on January 19th of this year, a pair of shoes was stolen when the lights went off at an exhibit, an art exhibit. Okay. Like at a museum or something? Yeah. Okay. Well, an okay. exhibit, an art exhibit somewhere. Mm-hmm. On 124, two furries sat next to uh, Tyra Banks at a basketball show. A basketball show. Listen to me. This is that's the second time I've done that. <laughs> we watched a football <laughs> show this weekend, and last time we were watching a basketball show. <laughs> well, Tyra Banks was watching the basketball show, and two furries sat next to her, and somehow that was like the. Um, those were like promotions for the show, which I thought was really, yeah, exactly. I thought that was really funny. Interesting. I love that. Um, there have been a couple of mishaps with guerrilla marketing in the past where like, I think it was like an arcade fire album. They were doing, they were putting graffiti in places all over like New York city or something like that. And I can't remember what it said, but I think it was like some people took it as like a bomb threat. So it was like causing alarm and like cops were getting. Oh, shit. So, yeah, you have to be careful when you do that shit. You have to really think it through. No kidding. Well, if anybody's going to do something like that and execute it well, it's going to be Donald Glover. 100%. I, yeah, I 100% agree. You know who else? I mean, Taylor Swift is really good at that kind of Easter egg shit, too. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Speaking of Taylor Swift. Speaking of the devil. (laughs) (laughs) but the show itself was created by donald glover and francesca uh, sloan and phoebe waller bridge originally i guess had something to do with it but she did her her name's not on the credits anymore so i don't know if i I, from what i've heard there was creative differences between her and donald glover which is so unfortunate because that is unfortunate i mean i just love both of them so much but you know they're i'm sure they're both like very strong in their visions too so true yeah um and yeah so i don't know apparently that's what the issue was i hope they i hope they parted on good terms Um, I'm sure they did. I can't imagine that they didn't. I bet you it was just something that they were just like, well, we're not really feeling it. You know what I mean? Which, you know, we're fucking adults, people like we can handle yeah things I, like that without there having to be a bunch of drama you and, know what i mean bad blood yeah I, so exactly it, um, yeah i it would have been interesting to see a, a donald glover slash phoebe waller bridge version of this show but um yeah either way i think it was uh, uh really well done so uh let's go into it with some cast yeah yeah for sure well okay. obviously donald glover plays uh mr smith And we've talked about Donald Glover so many times, but if you're Mm -hmm. just tuning in, Donald Glover is Childish Gambino, the rapper. He's 
created, directed, and written several things, Swarm, Atlanta, and acted in. He was in Community. He had a little comedy, an online comedy thing where he played Troy, his character from Community as well. Mm -hmm. So he's done all kinds of stuff. And then we have Maya Erskine, who plays Mrs. Smith. And like we said before, she was in Pen Fifteen, and she's been in she's been in a few things here and there, little little things. But, yeah, n- uh, not a whole lot. But you know, I was really interested to see her in this role because she played such a specific character. Yes, in the last she did. Show she was in. You know what I mean? And I mean, it was well. Very she's much... really good at character acting for she, sure. Clearly, I mean, she was being yeah. herself in the other one, but like, it was she interesting still to had see. That that a, ser- a more serious side and but also with like a, a slap of comedy but in a different way like a different kind exactly. of comedy you know what I mean yeah it's she still had like that air of her own ser- personality mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. character uh, which was good and Donald Glover is just a beautiful gorgeous man those eyelashes <laughs> I'm just like and when he, why when do he, men yeah they get beautiful hair and eyelashes and skin. It's why ridiculous. do they always get the why do they always get the good eyelashes, man? Yeah. <laughs> um, but our first guest stars that we see uh, are Alexander Skarsgard, and he has been like the king of cameos lately. Like he'll just kind it. of I know, I do too. He'll just sort of sneak in there. And if you don't know who Alexander Skarsgard is, he is the most beautiful Norse god yes this he, planet has ever he's seen. a viking he's <laughs> he is the he's a swedish norwegian person Something. yeah nordic he, scandinavian he was he was born he was born in scandinavia i think sweden uh he was in true blood he played eric northman he was in zoolander big little lies the stand where he played the man in black or um randall flag <laughs> Jesus Christ, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and he even had a little cameo in Atlanta. Yes, he did. That's that's what I was going to mention. He was a, a previous cameo. And he played himself in Atlanta, like a, a yeah. version of himself. He did. Um, he did like this coked out fucking druggy version of himself, <laughs> which was really fun. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And he- the, this is like, we're assuming this is like the first, the... Not, I wouldn't say the first Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but they are a Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? Right. Like that's... The, from by the end of it, you kind of get that for sure. Yeah. Well, in their credits, in their credits, it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith number one. Gotcha. And his playing his wife was Eliza Gonzalez, and she does a lot of Spanish dubbed movies. She was also in Baby Driver, I believe. She was in Baby Driver. She played yeah. uh, Monica. Yeah, John Hamm's uh, wife or whatever. That was a great yeah. movie. She was also in Gem and the Holograms, the movie. Ooh. So get into it. <laughs> <laughs> then we have The Hot Neighbor, played by Paul Dano. Or Dano. Love. Um, he was in one of my favorite movies of all time, Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine, yes. He was. Uh, he played Alexander in Where the Wild Things Are. Mm-hmm. Looper, 12 Years a Slave, The Batman. He's... He, when they do a sequel for that, he's going to be the Riddler. Nice. Looking like. So, um, yeah, so he was great. You didn't, you didn't have a whole lot of interaction with him until like the very last episode, but, uh, it was, it was good. 
it sets John you up, like, it's, it's so yeah. funny because it sets you up for thinking that he's going to be one thing and um yeah it, it's interesting how they bring because we don't want to spoil we don't want to we don't want any spoilers because this show no, no, no. just started yeah, yeah. but this he, show he, just started he, he does come back around in a very interesting way he does he does yeah and she just calls him hot neighbor uh, but he <laughs> and then we had John Turturro playing Eric uh, if you don't know who he is I don't know why you're listening to this podcast because obviously you don't like movies or TV yeah. <laughs> just kidding he played the fucking Jesus on the big Lebowski yes like, he sure did yes he did he, he was Emilio and Mr. Deeds he was in anger management he's been in all kinds of stuff and he was an OG like gangster on Miami Vice way back in the day. He's had <laughs> cameos on Frasier and Monk. Like he's just, uh, he's done some stuff. There, yeah, he has. He's awesome. John and then we had Sharon uh, Horgan. She's an Irish actress. She played Gavol. She's an actor, writer, director, independent. She has owns her own independent production yeah, company she, she did that show that i watched last year called bad sisters which was fucking yeah. wonderful yes yes she also did uh death of a superhero game night she was in game night she also wrote and um produced divorce okay it's a tv show and then playing her husband uh william oliver campbell he was he has been in TV for years. Any legendary television show you can think of, this guy's had a cameo in it. Dynasty. He played Quincy in Dracula. Like he has just he's he's been in everything, but he had a main role in Dynasty. And Dynasty was like a 1980s soap opera that had uh -huh. shoulder pads and gold lame for days. Like <laughs> and hair to the fucking stars. Cause the hair to the, the stars. The, the, the bigger, bigger the hair, the, hair, the closer to God. Yeah. <laughs> like these Joan Collins was in Dynasty. Like I'm talking about the OG fucking series soap opera. Yep. Yep. The OG Melrose Place. Like, you know, I, I don't even know what even to compare it to now. Yeah. And then we had a little cameo from Sarah Paulson, Loved which was her. amazing. She played the the uh, marriage counselor. Yes. And she, of course, has been in American Horror Story. She's like since Ryan the Murphy's beginning. Fucking muse, yeah. She is, yeah. She played Nurse Ratchet. She was also in um, Deadwood. She's been in. She, she was, was in, in Bear last season. She, she was, in a, yeah, and a wonderful cameo. With, uh... I still haven't gotten to season two, so cool. Um, she was in Joss Whedon's Serenity. Like she's she's done a, a whole lot of stuff. Everybody mm -hmm. knows Sarah Paulson. Yeah, and uh, her last the last like scene you see with her is one of my favorite fucking things from the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so relevant, and it's, it's yeah. like it's like if you told someone to act out, fuck them kids. Exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's the, uh, yeah. And then we've got, um, then we had Parker Posey who played, I, I don't even know any other way to put her other than Jane number three. Yeah. And Parker Posey was in Coneheads. She played the bitch Darla in Days and Confused. She was in You've got Mail, Highland Park, Inside Out, New Girl, Portlandia, Search yeah. Party. Like she's 
She is a supporting she, actress. Like she, she is. She's one been of the in all those movies like uh, Best in Show and A Prairie Home Companion, right? She's part of that whole crew, isn't she? I am not sure about that. Mm. That might be something I would have mm. to uh, double check. I didn't see that in her credentials that I know of. Okay. Well, but playing ahead. playing her, John, is Wagner Mora, and he's a Brazilian actor. And uh, the only thing that I recognized of him was Elysium. He played Spider. He was in Narco. He was in Narco, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And Puss in Boots, he played a, a mm. little role in Puss in Boots, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then we had my boy Ron Perlman. Yes. I loved his little role in this. He was sort of this, like, almost like a hypochondriac type. <laughs> 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 he was just so funny. Um, and if you don't know Ron Perlman, he was in Hellboy. He played Hellboy. That, that he, and uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy is probably yes, what he's he most was, known for. Yeah, and he was um, in SOA. He played Clay. And then if you are really old school and you know, he also was in the TV version of Beauty and the Beast with Linda Hamilton, which I often say, who's the beauty and who's the beast here? Because (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, that's not very nice. Uh, But (laughs) the girl who played Bev, um, which she had kind of a fun role. Her name is Michaela Cole. She was best in show. Parker Posey was anyways was she yes. okay moving on <laughs> uh, Michaela Bev, Cole. yes yes British actor she was in Black Panther Wakanda Forever she played Anika she wrote uh I May Destroy You which is one of the best fucking miniseries ever ever okay ever ever <laughs> holy cow I've never even heard of it um she was in Black Mirror too mm-hmm. um in Nosedive she was a flight attendant in USS Callister, she played Shania. Mm-hmm. And she was also a guest judge on Drag Race UK. So lovely. Yeah, we're that ties coming full into circle our here. Next episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Beverly Glover, Donald Glover's actual mom, plays his mom. I was so happy to see that. I And Maya's mom played her mom her mom remember she's like going to she's like mom where's your ticket and she's like i don't know you that was maya's mom (laughs) (laughs) i was like yes i love that she's just keeps sprinkling her mom into everything that she does it's so cute love it yeah that's like the main cast i mean you mostly see uh mr and mrs smith you know jane and john yeah you mostly see them they there's not a lot of uh interaction with like the outside world the majority of the show is is just them and and what they're doing I think that was done really well though and really intentionally because it shows how reliant they are on each other and kind of how isolated they are from from everything too so I think it's really interesting that they filmed it that way that you see mostly them And, and I mean you see them doing things but Right. Um, you see them interacting with the public and, and things like that, but they, it, it does focus mostly on them and like in their place, like mm-hmm. what they're doing, them talking about what they're doing, yep. them 
getting to know each other and, you know, and we definitely, uh, I, I mean, obviously they're going to have to make another season. Oh, it ended I, with a major cliffhanger, major cliffhanger. So, I mean, we're, I, I just can't wait to watch the next one now, yeah. especially after watching the finale. I was like, what? Fuck yes. Yeah. 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 No, it was great. And it was cool. I love like, um, I love a good montage and I feel like, kind of this whole series was just a montage of them like learning their way through the spy trade you know what I mean because it's like yeah it, you kind of get the feeling that they have have had some training like isn't he a veteran or something like that well he was a marine he, he was, was dishonorably uh, discharged dis well That's he was right. honorably discharged honorably discharged okay yeah and um, she was she failed out of CIA the CIA because yes. she was psycho a psycho <laughs> she was a yeah sociopath there they said yeah. she had too many sociopathic tendencies yes yes so but it's, uh, <laughs> i mean it's kind of cool them like learning the ropes like when they first do a tale on somebody you're like jesus christ you're being so fucking obvious <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you felt you, you think they are like from our perspective it totally seems obvious yeah it totally does like uh, did you have any favorite um scenes or i just you know what i really really loved were the parts when they were being interviewed because they're like just in this room and there's this like almost Screen. like this ai ai yeah. type thing that's asking them questions and they're answering these questions and i really like enjoyed seeing both questions. of their answers seeing both of their answers yeah. yes in yeah. a montage way like like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was um, cool the episode with parker posey and the, the the brazilian actor i can't remember his name yeah that yeah. was probably my favorite um that, that was, was a the, good one <laughs> that was the most surprising to me because i thought it was gonna be one thing and you know I, I, yeah. I say it every time that if you can fool me with the way the story yeah. is going then you've got me hooked and, and that episode definitely did that for me it's not what I thought was gonna happen yeah I love that one too that was definitely one of my favorites the Ron Perlman episode was one of my favorites yes. too yes, I just loved his his how whiny and like he's this huge <laughs> guy but he's like super whiny and is like I don't want to do it like I, I, don't I can't wanna, do this I can't do this I'm my, hurt my, my tummy hurts yeah. <laughs> she's like kind of treating him like a baby and and uh john is getting like irritated at the way at her like kind of babying him i don't want to give too much away but oh my gosh i just loved that moment for them yeah. it was yes. so good it's got i mean it's got action it's got comedy it's got romance um, yeah it has it all it touches all the bases yeah it, it's it, it was really well done and i'm i'm excited to see where it goes so you guys if you haven't already it's Watch available this show it's available to binge the whole thing is ready to go so you know you can kill it in a couple days if, if you have prime it's free like you don't have to buy it it's there you can watch the whole thing do go it. watch it tell us what you think we want to hear about it we want some listener interaction <laughs> we want it like give it to us um and i also would like to welcome our new countries that are listening to our podcast now who do we got who do we got and i know i don't know if i mentioned this before but we got new listeners in 
Germany, India, and Pakistan. Did I mention? I think I might have mentioned Pakistan. You, but... you did. And I think I mentioned India. But yeah, Germany's new for sure. That's rad. Yeah, yeah. So now we've got UK, Canada, Israel, Sweden, Brazil, Australia, Italy, Pakistan, India, and Germany listening to us with also most of the West Coast and somebody in PA really loves us. So that's... <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you to our <laughs> listeners for listening to us. I love it. I love it. Yeah. We hope that you guys uh, love this podcast. And if you do, please like us, share us, tell your friends about us, and then listen next week. When we because... talk about uh, Sarah's favorite thing in the whole world, drag queens. <laughs> My favorite thing in the whole world. We are going to be doing a little... Because we, we added a new segment to our podcast this season, and it's reality TV shows, which our focus is probably mostly, we might sneak some other stuff in there if we find something that we like, but our focus is definitely going to be mostly on competition type uh, reality shows. Creative. Um, creative creative competition. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because those are the ones that we enjoy the most, but we're going to be talking about Drag Race, and I've never been more excited. And we're going to have a special guest. Yes, so which excited. I'm really, I'm so excited about this. Who we have, we uh, have some worked info. on Drag Race? We yes. do, we do. So um, we're really excited about that for uh, next week, and um, really looking forward to talking about our favorite queens. And I'm just so glad Yay! that you. that you you finally started watching it i cannot wait to talk about it with you and i've just been like saving all my questions for the podcast because Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want to i don't want to know until like we get there yeah yeah we should we should definitely talk about it live like without any absolutely yeah Yeah. that's what we're gonna do but yeah um so thank you and you're welcome Bye. bye You can listen to Trash Cat Productions. We have to go back on Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can contact us via email at we have to go back for at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at we have to go back 42 and on TikTok at we have to go back for 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. So please like, subscribe, share, email, all of that. Bye.